0: So, welcome into the uh, Great Lakes Ball Podcast Executive Sessions. Hunter and I are at the uh, at the whiteboard here in the conference room, trying to work on some uh, some developments for the pod here. So, I've decided i've i've so graciously volunteered my time to uh, do what I already do, which is to be on Twitter and be in charge. <laughs> of the- in charge of our Great Lakes Golf Podcast Twitter So if, you, if you're if you out there If you're a real person And you like the show Find us on Twitter and like us with you Because I'm going to start tweeting funny stuff and uh, Or stuff that I think is funny And other people probably won't think is funny And the Hunter will get mad at me about But that in itself will be entertaining And we're going to try to get some players on for you guys Obviously we know some players Shouldn't be too hard for us to do that We're sure you're probably really bored of listening to me talk about my models, so maybe we'll just—that's in some interviews right in that kind of area. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I have all I've done all year is not win, and then to just bash my brain against the wall even further, I start getting a bunch, collecting a bunch of second place finishes. Two of them this week, so. That probably would be more interesting to you guys. So that's though. I'm in charge of those two things, Hunter. What would you like to be in charge of?
1: Okay. Well, you just kind of put me on the spot there. <laughs> um, I think the keep in
0: mind we may never release the Saudia.
1: Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, I do think, as I was just about to say before we started recording, I, I think we should we have access to free golf or discounted golf. That's just right. just a, a cart fee for for golf at Boyne. We if you f- if you follow the Twitter account, we're gonna do some kind of giveaway. We'll
0: do lots of golf giveaways. Lots
1: of lots. We have free golf. Lots Boeing. of free golf. Yeah. Or discounted golf. I keep saying free golf. The greens fees are free. You, you gotta to pay, to pay for, for the cart. cart. But so that is something that uh A couple perks now
0: of thank you for being on this journey with us here. However it's season two, episode thirty now. We're going to finally, your patience has paid off. We are finally going to start rewarding you by giving you the content and the prizes that you actually, and the golf, golf stuff that you actually want. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll do an equipment giveaway at some point this summer.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a possibility. There's, there are, the options are limitless, and I think the, I think the players is kind of the next uh the next step in all this. I think uh interviews are are fun. I think you get to learn a lot about these guys that are and our hope is that they're mostly Michigan guys. I could see us maybe venturing to the Midwest and maybe not just doing just professional we could do.
0: Well, this is the Great Lakes Golf Podcast. It is. And I although I am live in Potaski, our Potaski beautiful Potaski studios today with our immaculate view of the bay.
1: Mhm. <laughs> yeah.
0: I uh I do happen to live in Chicago, Illinois, so where we host PGA Tour tournaments and have great golf courses, and so certainly that's something that I'll want to talk about, and those players are of interest to to me and to you guys, I'm sure, as well.
1: So I think that's where we are. I think uh, there's an old transition period. Great things to come. Yes.
0: But for today, we're going to do the same. Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not changing song and
1: not changing a damn thing today. Yeah. So buckle yeah. up, we are we are here.
0: Side bets on whether or not either one of us actually follows through on the uh, on the.
1: Uh, well, I I simply gave nothing that I was doing. I'm not okay, doing You're doing the prizes. You oh yes, yes. So I am in charge of the prizes. <laughs> you're in charge of the. Gun. I'm already <laughs> all right. so already so in touch. I spot. win. I win. <laughs> yeah. I had the under on that. Uh, so yes, I will. I am in charge of the prizes. Go follow the Twitter account. Um, And if you do, we will do some kind of, whether it's bi-weekly giveaway or something like that. We have golf. All right. Season 2,
0: episode 30 of the Great Lakes Golf Podcast alongside Hunter Pulaski. I am Peter Garber. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. In this week's episode, Hunter, what do you have?
1: Uh, we have the college golf big-time championships for the boys. We have some high school golf. Uh, we have some regional talk for the uh, college girls, and then a, lo- a little look around the tours as well.
0: And, of course, we are looking forward to a different Wells Fargo championship on the PGA Tour this season because the President's Cup will be at Quail Hollow. Coming up in September, Quail Hollow is not the host of the Wells Fargo Championship for 2022. That is at TPC Potomac. So I look forward to preview that. Another sort of weak field. Rory McElroy is in the field, um, but it's uh, not not terribly deep. After that, um, so we'll get into a, a full preview and picks for that. But first, John Rahm. Hunter, he finally does it. Comes through with a victory, his first since the U.S. Open last summer. Barely, right?
1: Barely, barely. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, maybe. Do I get a little congratulations? Like I, I definitely called John Rob. You go. Well, who are you going to take? And I go. Well, John Robb. But you didn't take. You didn't. No, I didn't do anything. Didn't. No, because I'm I'm in. I'm I'm reformed right now. You do.
0: <laughs> Okay. All right, fine. That's fine. While you were backing John Rahm in your head, (laughs) I was actually backing Tony Finau. Yeah. And Brandon Wu.
1: I didn't think Tony was going to make the cut.
0: Which was a wild ride on Sunday. It was a boring ride for three days because Tony, really the the putting was, was awful, but... That was an interesting finish. They it, the Vedanta Vierter ended up really delivering in the end. Uh, you know, Ram, something of a wire to wire winner, I guess. I think it was was he tied. He was tied for the lead the first round. I don't know if it was technically wire to wire, but he was felt like he was in the front the whole time, obviously. And I had teed off of a two shot lead on Sunday, but it was interesting down the stretch. And you could argue it kind of felt a little bit like that ending at RBC Heritage when Spieth ended up winning in a playoff over Cantley and everyone felt like, okay, Speeth has posted whatever the number it was. I think it was 14 or something, and you're just waiting for something. You thought, well, maybe that'll be like third because you thought for sure somebody's going to get to 15, somebody's going get to 16. Wu came to 18 already 16 under hit it in the front bunker and two couldn't get it up and down that would have gotten him to 17 um Kitayama had his opportunities champ made a really bad triple um kind of hit some hit some really poor shots all on on one hole um faded that way but did you feel have a similar sort of take on that golf tournament which was like oh my gosh rom might actually lose this if he doesn't get going and then ultimately just you know none of the other guys could quite get over the hump coming from behind
1: yeah that i um yeah exactly so i was actually i was playing it was open opening day on peter has now spilled coffee on himself three times in the last 15 minutes
0: that last drop i actually don't i don't know where it went Probably We're We're, the lid's coming off. Probably on the soundboard. go. <laughs> well, in which case, I'm fired. <laughs> yeah.
1: Peter has a rule. For, not Peter to has has a rule all. for all of his other employees that there can't be any coffee well, down here.
0: Thankfully, not nobody that works here listens, to <laughs> yeah.
1: so they'll never know. Uh, so I was actually it was opening day on Sunday at the uh at the golf course. So I was I was playing golf, but then somebody. Somebody, one of my friends, texted me and said, "Oh, Ram, or something along those lines." So I turned it on, and he was. It was kind of funny because he was what well, he was through fifteen, and Finau and Wu were already posted. Is that correct? Tony Tony and Wu posted three or four holes before Ram finished. Yeah. So and
0: Ram at one point was tied for the lead on the bag, which is probably when your buddy.
1: Yes. Yes. Texted you. And i i watched uh, I watched a little bit on Thursday and Friday, but I wasn't I wasn't quite sure how those finishing holes were playing uh, on that Sunday to see. I mean, if he was gonna, if if there was a chance he was gonna fall apart. But I'm so, I think ninety five percent of of top players in the world, when you put them at the Mexico Open, they're gonna be like God, the Mexico Open. Like I'm here, but I'm not like my I'm physically here, I'm mentally not here. I don't think I'm 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 ready to pluck John Rahm out of that. Out of that group of players and he is in like the one or two or three players that no matter where they are no matter what the term it is I I don't his mindset is the same he's an absolute killer
0: I agree he's there to win yeah and it was interesting to hear a lot of people you know showing the fact that Roms results in weak field events when he was clearly the number one player had not been great leading up to uh, the Vedanta Vierta. I just, you know, I just don't, I I thought that that line, I just thought that that line of thinking seemed, seemed like, to your point, contrary to who Rom is. Like, it's yeah. like if you're looking for something there, like, guys, he might not really care about these. Look at his results. He just felt like, but that's not who he is. Like, he's playing to win all the time. I mean, this was just, was it not a couple months ago, he was in Palm Springs, and all of us were saying, Why is he playing Palm Springs? This is not a good course fit. It's one of the smaller purses on tour. And he's out there pitching a fit on camera about it being a putting contest. You know, this is the same guy. So to think that he's, I completely agree with you. He's not, he's not like, you know, DJ who might mail in a, mail a couple in for the sponsors or just come hang out for a few days or, you know, Rory, who I think was kind of, Burning one and uh, before the the Masters when he went and played uh, somewhere in Texas was it? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm totally with you. Like when Rom's seeing it up, he's he's trying to win.
1: Yeah, and I think that that that's obvious to a point. But I but DJ's a fine example, and there's plenty more where it's. I mean. Kevin Kisner said it, but for different reasons. Kevin said it just because for physical attributes that like twentieth pays they write a pretty big check for twentieth place. But Rom Rom's attitude, um and I think he just wanted to win. I mean to, to not the fact that he hasn't won since last year's US Open is is pretty incredible. He's been playing some pretty good golf in that stretch to not to not sneak out one other win at some point.
0: Did you see some of the uh, statistics that were going or floating around about just how incredible his career has been? For example. I have not. That was the longest he had gone between PGA Tour victories, I believe, in his career. You point out how it's been since last summer Since the US Open Which would mean He's never gone more than a calendar year Without winning since he began as a pro That's one crazy stat He has Top 10 Finished in the top 10 In 48% Of his starts On the PGA Tour Nearly half of the times, to your point about trying to win every week, nearly half the times he tees it up, he ends up in the top 10. Like, these are, you know, those are, we were just, it was just, you know, like, it wasn't that long ago, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Scotty Scheffler, and we're like, who does this remind you of? And then Rom wins, and you look at some of these numbers, and you can't help but think, gosh, that reminds me of this other guy that was good all the time every year and always seemed to be up in the top 10, and. Had a cut, made cut, a ginormous made cut streak and all that sort of stuff. So really, I was happy for Rom. It's funny, I talked to my dad yesterday and I was like, so did you watch the golf tournament over the weekend? He goes, no, nah, I don't like Rom." <laughs> I'm like, you don't like Rom?" He's like, "No, nah, he's a jerk. I was like, why is he a jerk? Because he has a bad temper. But there are people out there I was happy for John Rom. I don't know. I don't know John Rom from anybody, but I was like thinking, gosh, this guy's been playing great golf. He finally breaks through. He gets a win. It wasn't exactly pretty, but like he's obviously deserved. It's felt like he's deserved more victories than he's gotten for well over that year now. So like, come on, let's get let's get a couple Ws for this guy. Yeah. Well, apparently there's people out there still rooting against him
1: yeah i'm sure I'm sure your dad heard that whole that whole him bitching about the uh the chip and putt back at the well, when it was the over. Putting over cut, yeah, yeah punting contest Springs, yeah. in paul Springs he was like this guy I can't stand this guy I get, get him off my screen never watching him again that's uh he he's definitely in the minority I think I could see there were people there's people that are always just gonna be on the fan on the side of Americans in in any situation when American versus uh, international golf, but I don't think there's any reason from a character standpoint or anything like that to to dislike. He's just very passionate. Very fiery. Very fiery.
0: And, yeah, particularly if you live in a glass house in that regard. If,
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is... I, like- I, I was going to say something <laughs> along those lines. The, <laughs> the Garber family... <laughs>
0: Whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa! 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 Were you? Were you? Okay, were you whoa. just trying to make? Whoa, was, wait, I had wait, isolated what? one individual. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to hear about the whole family. Wow! On, <laughs> take it easy.
1: We're passionate. Pa- exactly, you're pa- <laughs> you are passionate. That is what I was saying. It's uh, nothing nothing wrong with being fiery and passionate.
0: So we've got a couple more years too at Vedanta Vierta. What did you think of the golf course?
1: I thought it was good. I was I was. Um, I was happy with the the finishing score. You don't want to see them come to a new golf course. I keep like it like gives me flashbacks So what was that course in in uh, Texas that they went to for like three years that they just blew the doors off of oh, like Trinity Forest. Trinity Forest,
0: <laughs> not a forest.
1: <laughs> just don't. I didn't want a Trinity Forest episode again. So I, I was glad. Oh,
0: Hasler almost won.
1: <laughs> so Trinity You'll come up. Later. Trinity Forest. Like I, I wake up at night thinking about how how low those scores were at Trinity Forest. Uh, so it wasn't that. And
0: because it's so long. Did you see how long the 10th hole was?
1: <laughs> I saw a hole that was like 667 yards. <laughs> I go, whoa. Well,
0: there's there, that was a big boy golf course for sure. We mm-hmm. I mean, ended up seeing it from the leaderboard. The basically, and we talked about this, it's like really, it's going to be bombers because there's no rough. Mm-hmm. And so you got to look at driving distance. And then you looked at the leaderboard, like going into Sunday, and it was like, mm-hmm. Rom, champ. Kitiyama in the last group, all top 10 at driving distance. So, But it was so long that even like on 10 where it's a dog like right around a large body of water, guys were bailing way, way left and having 230 shots into the green. We got a couple more beast holes coming up this week at TPC Potomac. I know shorter players have played well in one here, but there's the 11th I think it's the 11th at TPC Potomac. It's one of the hardest courses on tour all year. But these really long par fours, and then the wind.
1: That was one thing I was gonna say. The wind at the wind uh, kept the scores reasonable. As yes. Well. Um, was that was that Friday afternoon? It really picked up, I think. And I think Tony got in. Tony got into the clubhouse just before the wind really started to whip on Friday afternoon. Saved himself from missing the cut.
0: There were a lot of Tony backers out there that were really frustrated early in the week. Like, I can Zion, imagine I remember was, our head, we had a head to head, which you yeah, I
1: I was ready to fire off a miscut text at like Friday at noon. <laughs> Second place. Because he, he was he was on the cut line with four holes left four holes left on Friday and he made ended a, up birding birdieing two out of the last four. He made a sixty footer. Yeah, He literally but, had not but,
0: made anything all day, yes, and then he made a bomb. The,
1: the whole The hole before that, the very next hole before that, he missed like a five-footer for okay. birdie. So, so what
0: I was saying about the Tony backers early in the week, I saw one guy tweet. I'm sorry I can't give you credit for this, but he literally listed out the length of all the pots that Tony missed on Friday. And it was hysterical. It was like, you know, 3 feet 11 inches, 4 feet, you know six inches, five feet, whatever, all. Oh, it was like, they were like more than 10. It might have been from the first two rounds, but he he lost. He was losing over three strokes putting per round the first two days, and he got second place. Well, okay. So, like, now do we think he's live now going to Bentgrass this week? TPC Potomac is his, is his Bentgrass is his best putting surface, which is none of um, them are good, but.
1: You'll never catch me dead backing Tony Fino on Oh, So this you're podcast. still off the Tony Finau. Yes,
0: even after that. I he he. So you think I had more to do with the weak field? Because um, those those other guys that played, which was fun to see. That's the other thing that's great about those events is Brandon Wu just maybe made his year. Kurt Kitayama, between that and Honda, probably is going to keep his tour card now. Like yeah. These guys s- sort of that was really important not for Cam Champions I think three PGA Tour victories, but. Um, it was really high ceiling guys, guys who we think will be really good moving forward, and Rom, Finau, and Champ.
1: You know, so it's, it's I don't know how chance. was
0: it that week of a field.
1: Uh, the, the quality
0: the, of play was the, quite good, I thought.
1: Yeah, I mean the line the line is so razor thin now. It's hard to call. I I mean I spent all week calling the weak field, so I can't stop now, but. Just because they are there are not household names, shouldn't qualify it as a, as a weak field. I'm sure if, if we plugged it into the system, it's probably one of the weakest fields. Um, I don't want to say in the history of the PJ tour, but yeah, you're it, it right. Couldn't, just, uh, it couldn't have been good
0: numerically speaking. I, and they do yeah. rate those, so I'm sure we can go look that up if we wanted to. But but there's
1: no there's no saying. I, I came in. I'm trying to think of some of those names that you listed off. They're like in the hundred to ones. Like those were decent, like good players. That just yeah. that maybe have just fallen off or had in a slump or something. That I mean, this is a really good opportunity. Uh was a really good opportunity for a lot of you mentioned Bradley Wu. A lot of players to to whether it be find something or or
0: Yeah, it was like Wu, Lipsky, Yama, mm-hmm. who had actually been playing a little bit better because he had played well at Honda, but you know, and Wu had a couple good decent starts coming into this, which is why I backed him coming in even at a hundred Thirty to one, which I thought was kind of short for him, but I actually I I thought that ticket was so dead, and then to be sweating that, on, so I had a great Sunday because I'm like, well, I have a phenom and a woo. Yeah, one of these guys is probably gonna get to seventeen. Tony was just like he went, he blacked out on like the fourteenth hole, and he just I think he would eagle birdie eagle birdie at one point, but um, I don't even know what he ended up shooting on the back. But so we're gonna have to decide. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pass on the pizza slash sandwich mm-hmm. that you owe me for female beating Munoz last week even though Munoz also had a pretty solid week and we're gonna reinvest that this week in a player of our 101 plus player of our choosing that we should mutually decide upon by the end of this episode.
1: Okay, I like how now now you're trying to make it a democracy because last night it was or two nights ago it was Bo Hasler.
0: Yeah, it was definitely Bo Hasler. And I'm glad
1: <laughs> when you started saying I, like, I thought you said, Bo like Hossler. we're, we're going to do it together. I was like, okay, well, I'm, just, I mean, I'm not putting money on Bo Hasler in my account. <laughs>
0: Well, it's my money that you owe me, so
1: I, <laughs> I'm not putting up a hosler.
0: Okay, do you want to Venmo me five dollars? You don't want that in your history on your. I don't phone? want that in my
1: history. People are gonna know. People are gonna know that I was betting a hosler. Okay, Bo we'll find.
0: We've we'll, already bet him, so we'll find somebody else.
1: We gotta find somebody else. Actually, There's, I haven't because
0: I'm waiting for better than a hundred to one. I think that's ridiculous. Why, people are onto it.
1: Why Bo Hosler?
0: Only because he was first round leader here in 2018. And he just played the quick loans here. Oh
1: yeah, for. 2017,
0: 2018, (laughs) didn't work out. Now it's gone.
1: They made these, I I was reading about it, they made these big renovations, like hefty renovations to TPC Potomac for the PJ Tour to come back, and then they only lasted two years.
0: The course is sweet.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear. It's the one of the
0: better. It doesn't doesn't feel like a TPC. Like, I don't think this is a KH Lee week. Yeah. This is not TPC Scottsdale. (laughs) The course is actually kind of short. It's a par 70, 7,100 yards total distance kind of short but if you look at the scorecard like the par 5s are really long um i watched some videos of guys playing the golf course last night and there's some there's, there's a 230 par 3 right out of the gate like the third hole i think so i actually think it might favor the longer hitters and it's like a weird it's a cool mix between like parkland style american golf with like scottish Tone, so you see, like, the there's heather and there's kind of a Scottish style bunkering going on. The greens are smallish, bent, fast. It's like a little, I think it was Tiger who, when he played here in 2018, called it a mini open setup, which I is how I would describe it too like narrow, tall, rough, small firm, fast greens. The issue is it's in freaking Maryland, it's going to be high 50s and raining all weekend, which really kind of puts a damper, pun intended, on betting because I think it could be highly variable but anyway before we get into all that any more takeaways from Vedanta Vallerta? I actually kind of love the golf course I think we might see an improved field next year Puerto Vallarta is a really cool resort town if you've never been there they did do a pretty good job on the broadcast of talking about that not that that that's going to compel the players but there seem to be sort of trying to set the scene there that hey, like, this could be kind of a sweet event. I think it might be an event that uh, more American spectators might go to next year now that they've seen this resort. You can go to this resort and not leave if you like that kind of a vacation. Um, so I'm hoping we see an improved field. I really thought the golf course was good, and it's a great golf course for bombers. So if you hit it long, you should definitely get into that field.
1: I think the only tough its just going to be the <clears> – <throat> Where, where is that in – is that in the central time zone? Are we running into – I'm just worried about is this going to be a travel issue constantly for, for years to come?
0: It is the central time zone.
1: Okay, so – Thank you, Google. Yes, thank you, Google. So, I
0: wanted to say yes, and then I, you know, I also don't want to be dumb.
1: So I guess you always, you always run into – Issue, if it's going to be continue to be two weeks after the Masters and on uh, an East Coast event over to, I, I thought it was further west, so that by point um, loses a little bit of water.
0: Only one hour time difference for the Eastern.
1: Yeah, no. So it's not nothing, nothing crazy. So and it's so nice. It's warm.
0: It's still May. I know these guys live in Florida. It's hot, but yeah.
1: So I could I could see there being a, I don't see I don't see any reason why there would not be a better field next year.
0: All right, why don't you get us to the uh, local stuff and, and take us around the tours a little bit. I saw there was a blowout win on the Corn Ferry Tour this week, so I'm sure you'll touch on that. And then you mentioned Fed. it's a busy time of the year for college golf.
1: Yeah, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get started with, the, uh, with college golf. So the uh, Michigan boys and Michigan State boys were playing the Big Ten Championship down at uh, French Lick Resort in Indiana. Have you ever played there?
0: I haven't I really want to go.
1: I've heard I've heard awesome things. I think it's where they they hold the L P G A Q schools still, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least the maybe it's the Smetra Tour. I will have Sneaky to
0: Sneaky Good Golf in Indiana. Yes. That's some nice sandy soil down there. Yes.
1: I've played um I've went on Indiana golf trips or on one Indiana golf trip and we paid so little money for such good golf. Yeah, it was it was we, pretty cool.
0: When we were quarantined in Chicago and they banned golf <laughs> we just drove to Indiana and played go. So I got Ooh. to know a couple really nice courses over there that about our hours-ish drive from Chicago, one of them being Sandy Pines. Shout out Sandy Pines folks. <laughs> Northwest Indiana. Beautiful place.
1: Good to know. So they were playing at the uh they were playing at the Pete Dye course, like I said at French Lick in second place were the Michigan State Boys, uh led by um where is August Mikoff finished third, three over three over par 75 in the final round, uh to finish one over par 217, third place overall. Uh best finished by anyone on the team. In second place was uh James Piat. Second on his team. Second on his team, yes. Uh Ashton McCullough finished in uh, 17th place. And then um, Bradley Smithson finished 45th place. Um, And unfortunately, in 13th place was Michigan. Uh, They had four out of their five guys were making their their first um, Big Ten championship start. They were led by uh, one bright spot was Brandon O'Reilly, who is a graduate student, uh, finished uh, top ten individual, uh, plus three overall, two nineteen. So now they are they are both off to um, to regionals now in a couple weeks. Sparty's starting to roll. Sparty is starting to roll. So they. Um, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, showing there. Who won? Uh, Illinois won. So actually, Michigan State was leading. They were leading by twelve after day one. They were leading by one after day two, and they were going back and forth with Illinois, who is currently ranked nineteenth in the golf stat rankings they were going back and forth them all day ended up losing by one
0: pretty 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 darn good golf program at University of Illinois here yeah. so that is now not familiar with those boys a lot of a uh, lot of lot of pros have gone there
1: and unfortunately now that is two two straight uh leads that were held by Michigan State that have faltered in the third round so let's see if they can maybe get that Get that figured out um, going into regionals.
0: That's good though. There's parallels there in golf when you you typically you sniff it a couple of times and don't quite get it before you finish it off. So maybe their timing will be just right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, so then, so do you
0: know where their regional site is?
1: Uh, nope. So that will be announced uh, May fourth, which is tomorrow at four p.m. on the Golf Channel. Uh, feel free to tune into that. Um, Sweet. Last Wednesday was the uh, was the girls regional, um, selection show. Uh, we already know that Michigan is playing, uh, as one of the top seeds they're playing at their, um, their home regional site. Michigan state is playing in the Stillwater regional, uh, hosted by Oklahoma state. Michigan state comes in, Michigan state girls come in ranked 30th. So best of luck to them. Uh, top, six teams make it out of regionals along with four individuals. So as far as a rankings standpoint, Michigan State is is ranked high. I mean they from a number standpoint, they if they play how they're supposed to play, they should uh hopefully qualify for nationals.
0: Yeah, it'd be great between the state Sparty boys and the Wolverine girls. We could have representatives at the I mean, still, who knows? Yeah, anything could happen. The Michigan boys could make it to nationals. But looking like those two teams are well-positioned to make it to nationals and potentially be be competitive to get into the match
1: play. Yep. And then uh, yesterday was the uh, Petoskey High School boys' golf tournament. I went out and, and watched for, for 25 minutes because it was – Nasty. It was so cold. It was forty. My car said it was forty-five degrees. It was raining. The feels like was about thirty-five. It had to have been lower. Yeah, around there probably. Uh, it was raining, and the greens. The greens were not were not even mowed um, because it was so cold in the morning. To these poor kids. I know. So that's what. <laughs>
0: How do you break eighty in those kind of conditions?
1: So actually, I have the scores. Quite a few people, did, quite a few guys, did break eighty. I was, Good for them! I was blown away. I
0: don't think I could have broken
1: ninety. Uh, my my big biggest takeaway from the high school boys golf tournament that I watched twenty five minutes of these kids need to learn how to dress better in these in these conditions. Like, oh yeah, like these conditions are going to be there. I've been that person. So like they're wearing they're wearing like cotton pants, so they don't. There's no wicking. It is just it is. They're wet, and they're wet the whole day at that point.
0: I've and cold. Some of the some of my favorite stories from junior and high school golf are playing in the elements. Shout out to Joe Stako, fan of the show. I watched him lose his grip on his follow through on an approach shot somewhere in Traverse City on some godforsaken track, hitting up a huge hill, and the club. Went so high in the air. I mean, I can picture it now. It was
1: that, pouring rain. That couldn't have been the crown, could it? Have it might have been because because I have played I have played the crown in snow before <laughs> for a high school tournament. One it of the was worst. Like, days.
0: Why are we out here?
1: Uh, so so I I do have some. like I mentioned. It was it was terrible. I texted Tad, and I was like, I don't I don't miss playing in this weather at all. Like they've played. They've played – they started April 20th. They've already played, I think, like six or seven events, and I can't imagine any event besides last Saturday was nice. I think they've had one event that was good weather. It has been – not been a good spring. So I'll just run through – as far as teams go, uh, Trevor City Central won with a score of 316. 316 in those conditions – Really good. That's darn good. Uh, three twenty-three from Traverse City West to finish second, and Alpina finished third with a score of three forty-one.
0: And was this held at the uh, highly renowned worldwide oh, yeah, prestige knows of PVVCC?
1: Yeah, Petoskey Bayview Country Club hosted uh, this tournament.
0: PGA professional Brian Sanderson, thanks yes. for all. That. Great yes. work
1: there. So let's. I'll run through just. Uh, so in first place was. Uh, was Tyler Fraschetti from uh, Traverse City West. Second place was Shea uh, Har- Harmonson from Traverse City Central. Uh, third place, r- rather, uh, Shea was in a tie for second with uh, Winslow Robinson from Traverse City West. And then in, I'll just give you a fourth place, and we'll call it good there. Some strong names there. Winslow? Oh, Peter, that's a strong name. That's another thing. We are getting into like we are in like the golden age of funny names. Like all these parents just want to like keep wanting up, one upping them. We have a. Uh, I, I know.
0: Just, I'm fear like my wife and I are not on that train.
1: No, our uh, daughter's name is Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> you almost like took the train backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: turned it right around and sped it up.
1: Uh, I have a. I have a. a, a a Bailey, spelled with an A-I, like B-A-I-L-L-I-E. I've seen that before. Boston.
0: Whoa. Okay. Uh, what else you got there? I got a... Um, this is becoming something that it shouldn't be. No, it
1: shouldn't. Um, and I guess Winslow really was the... I like Winslow. Though. I like Winslow a lot, too. There was another one that I, I saw, uh, McHale.
0: That's not that. That's not that rare
1: it's not <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and then i thought your I kid's thought, name is malcolm yeah which i didn't think uh is that a odd name
0: i don't think so is it uh, is that a family name
1: Mm-mm. uh and then i thought i thought i saw one that was gamer but it's garner and it's just like the r and the n are so close hated so it when they, that happened i go <laughs> is that his <kid's> name gamer <laughs> So anyways, uh, <laughs> is that
0: it, you got, you got, is that it for the PBVCC Petoskey Northman invitation? Yeah. And
1: then just quickly, uh, there was one more tight second, uh, Colt Putman who actually we we're at the first time since I left school, where right? I just don't know anybody. I don't know any, who anybody Cause I always had Mitchell. Who was when he was a senior, there were good freshmen. So I look I would have even when he graduated, I would yes, still have the, the disconnection four more, is the fracture
0: complete. It's now a clean break. It
1: is. There yeah, is it's just there is not one only kid that I recognize was Zach Yonker's kid. Like the only kid. <laughs> well that'll happen. Yeah. We're at that age.
0: Okay. Um more juniors or around the tours?
1: No, let's go uh let's go around the tours. Harrison Endicott. Yeah, run us through the corn ferry if you uh, if you are aware of.
0: So I don't know if we talked about it, but that we taught Huntsville. That's a really good golf course, yep. one of the better events of the year. Typically, the cut is around even or even slightly over par. I think it kind of held there. Um, but yeah, I think Andy ended up winning by six strokes, five, four strokes. I mean, he played really well. I know Eric Barnes was up there as well, but it was uh, it was never in doubt. Because I think he got to 15 under, and at one point, you know, the closest
1: might have been 10. Yeah, he got to 16. Closest, next closest was Ben Taylor at 11 under, followed by Eric Barnes at uh, 10 under, Chris Ventura at nine. Quick.
0: Yeah, so some really good play in there. And then Chris Ventura seems like maybe he's coming. Just been playing a little bit better lately. Had a rough, had a rough go of it on the PGA Tour, but he's a guy with tons of talent. So. Yeah, another important week for those guys and a huge week for Andy Cod, who I think had been playing pretty well that this season already.
1: And now uh now they are off to uh, May 5th through the eighth, off to the Simmons Bank Open for the Snedeker Foundation, which is at the Grove, College Grove, Tennessee. I'm not sure if uh you Must are... be near Knoxville, huh? That is my um the Grove isn't the Grove Ole Miss. Like the, wasn't that what they call their, their tailgating section? It could be, the Grove.
0: It could be. But boy, anyway, well, the but people I know that have ever been to a tailgate at Ole Miss, speak highly, rave about it. Yeah.
1: Well, uh a listener of the show, uh Jason Miller's daughter goes there, and so he gets to go down there all the time, and he speaks. He speaks very highly of it. Says it's awesome.
0: Well, maybe one of these times they'll take us with them.
1: Maybe I would want to come back. I don't think. As Mac, soon as I
0: get to Warrant far sorry, it's Mac, a good thing I have a me. family because yeah. <laughs> otherwise the next time I go south, I'd never come back. Yes. Like whatever. I'll be a bag boy.
1: Not a bad guy.
0: Not a bad way to live. Before or a caddy? Before Mac. I, in another life, I think I will be a caddy.
1: Before, before Mac came along, that was a like I, serious option. Like Just go be bag staff for six months down in Florida at a nice club, six months up here. Or caddy, same thing. You can
0: make decent money. Oh, yeah. You, you can just, make uh, a yeah. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Out of cash.
1: Yes. Uh, so then uh, so then finally, well, actually, not finally, because I have two more tours. So s- on to the, this the is
0: Latin. The penultimate, finally. Yes.
1: The Latino America tour was contested in uh, Peru at the Diners Club Peru Open, presented by Volvo. Uh, that was this past weekend. Jose Toledo won by six shots over over uh, Raul Pareda.
0: Couple blowouts on the developmental tours this week. Uh
1: huh. And then uh, our local guy, Alex Scott, finished. I believe it was in T twenty six. So he is T twenty six, which was minus six, and that puts Alex. He is currently at uh, nine 19th on the uh, money list. How many we, events do we have left? Uh, we still have...
0: Well, maybe he's the guy that will get on for you guys as he pushes towards the yeah. end of his season. So we season. still
1: have five, five more. Nice. Five more events. So there is uh, there is a chance there. So a
0: winner, a medal, and he could quickly move up.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright, cool. And then we had some uh, some American success on the LPGA Tour. They were playing at the, the Palos Verdes uh, Championship in uh california marina alex took home the title at uh 10 under she shot 70 68 70 and finished with a a great round of 66 so now they have uh they have one week off and then they are playing the founders cup which is in uh up at upper Mount montclair, montclair country club which i'm not sure if i have some um one of the members from the Florida club I was at is a member there. And that is in Clifton, New Jersey, and uh, the defending champion is Jin, Jin Young-Ko. So we'll give you some updates on that in a couple weeks when it happens.
0: Have you been paying much attention to the sectional qualifying for the U.S. Open?
1: Uh, as much as I can. I've let it kind of want it kind of wanted to get going before I put too much time into it. Are we?
0: Where are we in that? Do you have a good feel for that? Uh, uh, dates wise,
1: it goes until the end of end of May, I want to say.
0: I think the closest sectional to us is Muskegon.
1: There's two, I believe, Muskegon and one other place.
0: That's the that's the pre qualifying.
1: Um.
0: Because I think Springfield, Ohio is the closest. Oh,
1: for local qualifying? Isn't it local first?
0: Probably, yeah. Local and then sectional, you mean?
1: Correct. So um, as far as local goes. But I
0: I saw like Peterson got through. I saw Wes Bryan's brother got through. Okay, I know they made like some trick shot videos, so that that may be something that you're interested in hearing about because you might know him. They were having some fun on Twitter because he like sent up, you know, he like tweeted at his brother or whatever, who probably also is in the sectional qualifying as well. If you remember, I think like there's this is these are fun leaderboards to watch by the time you get to the sectionals because. It's, like, huge names yeah. in these. Like, Adam Scott, I think, was one of the big names that opened, that qualified through the regular qualifying uh, last year to get into the U.S. Open. So
1: so I do have some scores uh, for you from the first of the local qualifyings in Michigan. So this was at Muskegon Country Club yesterday. Um,
0: there we go. Thank
1: you, yeah. Hunter. So Tyler Cop. so here are your qualifiers from – Um, from the Muskegon local. Uh, Tyler Kopp from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, Bo Brulet from Heartland. Uh, Bradley Smithson, who we just mentioned for uh, who is on the Michigan State team from Grand Rapids. Kyle Gaines from Oxford. Willie Anderson who I believe is um, that is Will Anderson from the Michigan team. He is from Portage. And then the two alternates are Josh Gibson from Grandville and Ricky Schultz from Byron Center, and then next week, or even this could be potentially this could be Peter's first tweet. There is there's
0: one going on today.
1: There is one going on today, and I could see an opportunity at where, the orchards where Peter post something about this. This is at the Orch- orchards in Washington, Michigan. Uh, Eighty-one players for five spots today. uh, I will
0: resist the urge to give you the live scoring because this is not a live program and you'll see this later and you won't care, but it is available. You can go to... (laughs) You
1: you will be able to listen to this around 4 o'clock and hear hear Peter talk about this and then go back and look and it will be over by then. No,
0: if you go to usopen.com forward slash qualifying, you can actually look at live leaderboards. And there's others in the Midwest too. There's one... Next week, next Tuesday, next Monday in South Bend, there's Blue Top Ridge, that's in Iowa. So there's some other Midwestern guys, presumably a lot of college guys, some of the younger high school guys, but plenty of qualifiers coming up. And it's thank you to the USGA for actually providing live scoring by a golf genius so that if you do care enough about any of these guys, you can go follow live. Looks like the uh, Orchards is not yielding a lot of birdies this morning. I'll just say that.
1: Ever played there? (laughs) I have not. I've heard really good things about it. Where is
0: Washington, Michigan?
1: Uh, I believe it is near Okemos. Near Lansing, roughly.
0: Okay, and is that it for the local stuff?
1: That is it for the local stuff.
0: And around the tours? Correct. My turn to babble.
1: Your turn to babble.
0: Okay, over to me then.
1: Quickly before we move on, uh Washington is
0: uh I just saw Mark Leishman's new beard for the first
1: time. Maybe five five or ten minutes east of Rochester Hills.
0: He looks like he's in the League of Extraordinary
1: Gentlemen. Who is this?
0: Mark Leishman grew a beard. I figured you were going to be, even though I know you're reformed right now, I figure you may come out of your reformation to uh, get on Mark Leishman this week if you were doing any prep. since I think a lot of people are going to be high on him this week.
1: Oh, I mean, That's a possibility. Yeah, oh, here we go. he's possibility. starting to warm
0: up a little bit to it already. Uh, okay. Who wants to know something about the Wells Fargo Championship 2022 at TPC Potomac at Avenale Farms?
1: Just for the record, Peter, Peter texted me. On Saturday night, and said how excited he was for the P- TPC Potomac. This is—I think this is really where your colors shine.
0: I'm sick.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, throw out the TPC Sawgrasses of the world and, and and put in the TPC Potomacs of the world, and not even not even say the should saw Sawgrass I has said been I should have said I like.
0: Um, I do like Sawgrass. I should have said a, a, maybe a little better course than that, but yeah, I like handicapping that. You can you can take you can take uh, you can you can have Augusta from a betting perspective. It's yes, impossible. Never gotten it right. Except for Tiger.
1: Did they move this tournament because of they saw guys like you making too much of a damage, too much of a dent on in twenty eighteen to like they're like, we gotta get out of here. This is out of control.
0: Because Coil Hollow is so easy to
1: handicap, you mean? No, like why did they leave? Did they leave TPC Potomac because of guys like you?
0: Oh. I don't know. I I, I think it was a lack of I don't think quick and loans worked out. I don't know. Maybe we get Dan Gilbert on. Does he play golf? He probably loves golf. But I don't know what happened to the now defunct Quicken Loans. That was also, I think Tiger, wasn't that a Tiger thing? That I'm not sure. I think it was because he's always been a Quicken Loans. He's been a Quicken Loans guy for a while, right? Ah, oh, boy.
1: I don't know, Starting
0: so- to talking out tar- talk out of the wrongs end of my body. And it just seem like you're just making stuff up. I though. think that's correct. But All right, so we're in Maryland. You, you heard me talking to Hunter probably earlier a little bit about this golf course and that it's not really like a traditional It's not like what you would think of in terms of a TPC, at least not for me. It's more, it's like a Parkland style golf course with some links type elements almost. Like if you look at it, it's in kind of a wet wooded area. So you will see a lot of trees. It's kind of pretty but you'll see like Heather and Scottish style bunkering. And so it will have that kind of uh, element to it. It's meant to play firm and fast. Um, If you look back when we played here in 17 and 18, particularly 2017, seven under seven under par over four days, made a playoff. Kyle Stanley and Charles Howell, the third, no less giants of the game before the following year. It, Molinari shot 21 under and won by eight strokes. Only five other players, I believe, eclipsed 10 under par. So it's meant to play firm and fast. It can yield birdies if you're really firing on all, all cylinders. But I think generally speaking, most players would say this is a difficult track. This is on the more difficult side uh, more difficult than average. It yields a lower fairway and regulation percentage than the average course, uh, uh, low green and regulation percentage. It's difficult to get up and down when you look at player comments. What plays well here? You must be in the fairway at TPC Potomac. If you are not in the fairway, you are punished by rough. Tiger Woods himself said this is kind of like a quote, mini open setup. Now I don't think it'll play that way this week because it's going to be wet, rainy, high fifties. It's going to be kind of a mess. It might play more like an British Open Championship. Sorry for using that terminology, but to create the differentiation there, um, because of the just the it's going to be kind of ugly. I think we're going to deal with some potential delays here. I think it's going to be a lot of raincoats and umbrellas. So, again, I think this is like last week. This is another week where it's a little bit of who's going to be motivated enough to play through all of that and come out on top. Um, I think that's definitely in consideration. And also who plays well in bad weather. I mean, the forecast is really poor. So, 7,100 yards, only two par fives, and the par fives are quite long. The players who have won Kyle Stanley, Francesco Molinari on this golf course are not long hitters. And the guys who have set the course records here, which I think are JJ Spawn and and uh, I think Answer maybe shares a course record here. He's played well here in 2018. Not long hitters. However, if you look at this scorecard and you watch people play the golf course, between the par 5s, a couple of the par 3s, and then a a drivable par four on the back, I still think length can be to your advantage here. They're also going to have a lot of approaches of 175 yards or more, so having a shorter club for those shots uh, is a factor. But like I said, if you're just looking at the way the course has played in the past, shorter, straighter hitters have fared really well here when the golf course plays firm and fast. If it plays longer and wetter, I do think the length may become... More of a factor um, What else to know about this golf course Bent grass um, Yeah I think that pretty much That pretty much covers it Smaller than average greens Meant to be faster than average Again I think a lot of that's going to be Dependent on upon the conditions The field The odds board um, oh, um, You know Rory leads it off it's 7.5 to 1 was the number that he, he opened at. Take a look and see what it is now here. And then it's a bit of a drop-off in terms of the skill level of the the rest of the field. I don't love... Remember, Rory has all the Wells Fargo histories. One won Quail Hollow three times. I think that is somewhat built into his price, but as you guys know, I'm not betting... I'm not betting a favorite at seven and a half, even off a week in which the the favorite won. But like I was saying, we go from seven and a half all the way to 19 on FanDuel for Connors. This is another week like last week. There's high variance on books, so if you like a guy, make sure you look at you know all your all your platforms to place a wager, because I've seen differences of as high as 50 points. Matt Jones is 120 to one on one site, 70 to one on another. Connors is the second favorite at 19. Then Finau has crashed down. He's at 21 with Fitzpatrick on FanDuel. Answers 28 on FanDuel. Henley's 32. Keegan Bradley, a Northeastern guy, should really fit here. You know, if you talk about a course where Kyle Stanley has won, I mean, Keegan Bradley's game is so similar to Kyle Stanley in 2017 in that they really hit a lot of fairways and greens. Um. And Keegan should be able to use his driver a lot around here because he's really like a 290 guy off the tee. So, uh, Seamus Powers, 34 to 1. Tyrrell Hatton has really soft ad- odds at 36, along with Gary Woodland. I do think this could be a really good Gary Woodland course. Paul Casey, 41. Leishman, 41. Homa, 41. Has the Wells Fargo Quail Hollow history. Cam Young, 41 to 1. I've heard a lot of people who like him. Patrick Reed, 44. Si 48. Webb Simpson looks like he's maybe come down a little bit. He's at 48. And then closing out the 50 to 1s and under on FanDuel are Sergio Garcia, who's a guy I've seen some pretty wide variants on. And then Kucher, who's been second and third in his last two starts and certainly fits the shorter, straighter type of model here. Who stands out to you, Hunter, 50 to 1 and under?
1: 50 to 1 and under. Uh, two names that jumped off the leaderboard right away were. Uh, I want to get back on Matthew Fitzpatrick. One bad week at Town. Cannot define a man. Uh, if you say, if it's going to be as nasty as what you are predicting it to be, and this course is, <clears throat> as I know you mentioned, if it gets wet, it might play a little longer, but it seems like a good length for Matthew. Uh, and if it's windy and it's raining, uh, even the better. So I love Matthew Fitzpatrick. Plus 225 to top 10. Um, and then... Another name that really stands out to me is uh, Seamus Power at plus 400. You love Seamus
0: Power. I do. For good reason, I think.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't start loving him until he started to play extremely well. So for reasons um, reasons why I like Seamus, uh, you mentioned he needed to be good off the tee. He is currently uh, 38th, in dis- or 38th in accuracy off the tee, 4th uh, in green regulation, 24th in scrambling. So it's also
0: 16th in bogey avoidance, which I think will be really important this week, which is really good.
1: Yeah. So he, um, he has eight top 15s, uh, this season.
0: It's remarkable. What a tear he's been on. He's yeah. doing the Corey Connors. Yeah. Where Corey Connors just found it and exploded and is now the second favorite in a PGA tour event. This guy was on the corn Ferry tour three years ago, four years ago.
1: And he, um, he did play in the Quicken Loans National um, back when it was here, and he's he made the cut both years. Seamus did. He did? Yes.
0: Wow, okay. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like those guys if conditions are, are tough, the way that you mentioned. The other guy that I potentially like if conditions are tough, I'm not sure if Reed is back or if he's faking it. Do we think he's just got away with it in Mexico because there's no trouble? Because he so sprays it off the tee, and sidebar, they're making Southern Hills that one par three at Southern Hills number eight so long that Patrick Reed had hit a driver in the practice round, according to reports. But, wow! Hard conditions, winning score under minus ten, Patrick Reed in the fifty to one
1: range. Yeah, two. Am years, I crazy? Two years ago, I think that was a good pick, but now he just sucks.
0: Well, I already bet it, so I'm okay. going to die on that. And then um, the other guy that I I backed right away because I thought he was gonna be probably the third favorite um is Abraham Answer. I got it at 35. Like if it's really bad conditions, that probably won't work out. I do like your Fitzpatrick call a lot. Um because we were really I was really heavily backing him at RBC when he let me down, and that's not reason enough to get off of him because I still think the long form is good and the fit is good as you point out. But if it's somewhat mild answer was very good with the, in the ball striking categories last week, I know he finished it like minus six or seven or something that was, seemed pretty pedestrian, but he plays well at this golf course. He shot a 62 on this golf course. He's away from the distractions that I think have been piling up with the injury and the withdrawal in San Antonio, which is kind of like a home event for him. Um, And then the distraction of playing in his home country in Mexico, which is a I'm sure something of a burden he did well, I think to make the cut there with everything else going on, and he's sort of an ambassador for the entire nation on that world stage, so is this free him up now, where he's like, okay, I'm away from all of that, and now I'm back on a golf course that I love? I just thought 35-1 to I thought he was going to be more like 25-1 to and so I went ahead and took that, and then I know we already talked about Tony Fee Now I can't bet it. I can't back him under twenty five, but I'm scared. I'm scared that he can, his ability to both club down off the tee here and avoid the really wild shots, and then take advantage of shorter clubs on longer approaches. If it's wet and it plays longer, oh boy, you know, like don't be surprised. But what about Gary Woodland?
1: Uh, that was another name I, I was. I was just thinking about. He's got. Uh, five twenty-five top twenty-fives now in his last seven starts. Worth mentioning, he's coming off uh, a t twenty-fourth at the Mexico Open. Um,
0: yeah, my one and done pick last week. He's really he was really bad with his putter last week. Mm-hmm. This should be a better course for him because it, I mean he won at Pebble Beach. It's a short course. I know it's a par. I think it's Pebble Beach a par seventy-two. So he doesn't get the advantage of the par 5s, but when I look at this golf course, and I th- I think yeah, I think Gary Woodland hitting a 3 wood or something off the tee and then being really good with his long irons, he hits a ton of greens in regulation, which is really important here. And if it's hard for everybody to scramble, in some ways you don't have to worry as much about the scrambling maybe, so I don't know, he definitely has my interest. I don't know how he plays in bad weather. Um Maybe that leans more to the Euro guys who have played in more of the bad weather, but the uh it certainly seems to line up for Gary in terms of what he does well. All right, over to fit over 50 to 1. Jason Day is in this field. He's at 55. Vegas has withdrawn, I thought. He was at 55. Keith Mitchell, 55. Brian Harmon. 65 to 1. I want to talk about him. Seb Straka 65 to 1. I mentioned Matt Jones earlier at 70. You can get him 120 on another book. Doug Gim, Joel Damon, 70. Damon does hit a lot of fairways and greens. Aaron Rye continues to play well. He's 75 to 1 with Kevin Streelman, who has a good record here on this golf course. Troy Merritt, Matthew Neesmith, Brendan Steele, Bon Lahiri, C T Pan, and Brandon Wu off the tie for second last week. Denny McCarthy went to high school just down the road um, before playing his college golf, I believe, at the University of Virginia, not terribly far away from this golf course. It's 90-1. to I have bet on Denny McCarthy for his ability to putt, bent grass, and hit fairways. I also think he's in relatively decent form. I've been backing him for some time now, and I feel like this is among the courses where he could potentially do well. Lipsky had a great week. He is 90 to one as well as is Francesco Molinari, who wanted to blow out on this golf course four years ago. And Russell Knox, Cameron Davis, Adam Long, Lanto Griffin, Alex Smalley, Luke List, Brandon Grace close out the guys under 100 to one. Any interest in that range, Hunter?
1: Uh, not really. <laughs> yeah. So you don't like it. You uh, like your
0: guy Brian Harmon. Yes, so you, you actually, like him this so you week actually said
1: Brian Harmon. I just keep going back to if it's if it's nasty, I mean, talk about a bulldog. Yeah, absolutely. Guy, the guy's going to show up.
0: He can hit his driver super straight, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to club down around here. I worry about some of the longer shots in the green and not being able to make up a lot of strokes scrambling necessarily, but he could get hot with the putter. I don't know. I think it's, I think that 65 to one is interesting. And I think the 75 to one on Aaron Rye is interesting. Yeah. He I wears like... two gloves every day. That's gotta be a positive when you have to play in the rain, right?
1: I would think so. We're They're really
0: not... going next level here to, to yeah. find some angles.
1: Yeah. They're not the same. They're not rain gloves though, right? There's black. There's yeah, black leather yeah. gloves.
0: But I mean, it's wearing two gloves is funny for everybody else besides Aaron Rye.
1: See, I would never wear it. I would never wear two gloves. Even if it was In pouring, the rain? Even if it was pouring, I only need my I only want my left hand to be like dry. It, what if it, you
0: were playing at the at the Northman thing that you were just that we were talking I, about attending for 25 minutes before you had to go back to your car? Would you have been wearing two gloves that day?
1: I would have had the like the quarterback thing on, like the the pouch. I got a, I got pouches. to keep, keep all, those hands warm. You all only, the
0: Midwestern high school golfers are going to be watching this event this weekend, saying, "This is nothing." This is nothing. We do this literally every week when we don't get when our when we don't get canceled.
1: that uh yesterday was seemed like it could have been it not it wasn't quite there but i wouldn't want to wouldn't want to play that for sure
0: okay cameron davis before we go to the to the bombs and decide what to do with our sandwich bet money if if it's real i don't know i'm conflicted but he is way more he's way better than 90 to 1 he's priced next to adam long who is this cameron davis yes and he's playing well I mm-hmm. think he just was. Was he not second at the Heritage? Remember, he made that Sunday charge, a short course where you would probably think, "Why would Cam Davis play well here? He doesn't have to use. It. He doesn't get to use his driver. His length sometimes kind of like a Gary Woodland. Your length can be to your advantage if you don't have to hit your driver. If you're kind of wild with your driver. Mm-hmm. So to me, Cameron Davis can still birdie the par fives so here. Might even be able to reach couple of the par fives, which is only going to be for the really, really long hitters in the field. He can drive the 14th with less than driver, presumably. It's like he can play as short as 280-ish. And he should be fine on these longer par threes where the shorter players are going to struggle. How's he playing bad weather? No idea. If it's wet, is he going to be okay? I don't know. But if the course plays longer, I think it plays to his advantage. I just think 90-1 to is too long. So he's on my list of considerations. All right, let's get to the bombs because there's some fun ones. And you know what? I'm scrolling. We might have to get back on Bo Hostler here because I haven't seen him yet and I'm already at 150.
1: Is that possible? No, you missed him at 100. Did I? I think so. I see him at 100.
0: (sighs) There he is. I got him at 120. Okay, Bo Hostler, First round leader here in 2018. Shot 64. I think he ended up just inside the top 10 maybe maybe sixth something like that I'm thinking about it obviously he's lights out putting he's even better on bent grass so I could see him getting hot he has enough pop in the bat to where he I think can also club down on a few of these because he is not accurate with his driver and so it very much goes against some of what I've talked about. And looking back at his stats in 2018, he did lose fairways to the field. So he seemed to overcome that. I know I'm grasping at straws here, but what do we think about Bo Hosler, 120 to one?
1: Give me something. Um, I was... Are we totally off? I, I mean, I would say uh, I'm, I'm very off. I'm, okay. I wouldn't say I'm totally off. That's strong. Very
0: off is quite strong to quite strong.
1: Yes, Um I would. I'd be more interested in like uh, like a Kiyama kind of th- I know, that I just feel- finished second place, literally four days ago. I know. Two days ago, and he is a 160 same, to one. The same. He's a hundred. S- see, what are we doing here? Bo Hasler? You kidding me? You kidding me? Guy hasn't had a top ten probably since that event in 2018.
0: Hunter, you are not paying enough attention if you think that Bo Hasler has not had a top ten since 2018. <laughs> He's been in contention multiple times. I've been sweating hostler tickets. Yeah, until the, he bladed until it the, out of the trap until like the fifteenth hole.
1: Until the fifteenth hole, and then he falls apart. Until he doesn't.
0: <laughs> this is a this is a PGA Tour winner we're talking about. This guy's won an event on the PGA Tour. Has he? He has, right? Won?
1: I don't know about that. Back when I was in diapers, maybe.
0: Remember when he lost that one in Texas to Poulter though, when Poulter needed to win to get into the Masters. That was such a wild finish. That was a great tournament. Uh, worth pointing out, Matthew Wolf is 210 to 1 Which? on FanDuel. Will anyone click that this week? Probably not high
1: enough. Uh, I don't think they should. That's mean, Hunter. World's mean. I uh, No, and Bo Hostler has not had a win on the PJ Tour. It's crazy.
0: Okay, he's had a playoff loss. <laughs> He, uh, he. Are said, you sure? Not even like a barbasol?
1: No. Not
0: even an alternate field.
1: Um. Well. No, I don't think so. Sometimes he, you're just raw. He has, and that's me. This in video. 2017, 2018, he had a heck of a year. He had five top tens, but then he has had one top ten ever since.
0: At the Valero a couple of weeks
1: ago. Um. My apologies. He has had. He's actually had he's had two this year.
0: Okay, so just like that. I'm right again and I'm winning. Yeah.
1: So career career. He has nine top 10s, one third place finish and two second place finishes.
0: Okay, all-time bombs of bombs. Because I think fairways gained is such an undervalued stat on the PGA Tour the rest of rest of the uh season kind of. So like some of these guys Maybe are actually playable Ben Coles four hundred twenty to one another guy not necessarily from the area but somewhat nearby from that area of the, you know from the east coast went to Duke from either from Virginia um has been playing okay. Hits fairways and greens. Not sure it's an outright play, but it might be like a top. You get really long odds. He's 420 to 1. Really long odds on like a top 10. Wesley Bryan's 340 to 1. He does he does the things that you need to do well here. He can hit it in the fairway and hit it on the green. Um, He's been playing decently of late. He played fine last week. 340 to 1. And then I did bet, because I'm a, just an absolute sucker, and I have problems. Satoshi Kadaira, 281. also hits fairways and greens. Also, uh, coming in in relatively good form, and he is a PGA Tour winner on a shorter course, not a par. I think it was a par. No, it might have been a par seventy-two. But anyway, I uh, two hundred eighty to to me is 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 enough to, you know, put a dollar, two bucks on, so yeah. to win 500. Really would be kind of wild, but if it's windy <laughs> yes. and wet and and not pleasant here, you're going to get a you know, you're going to have what might end up with a Ben Curtis type situation. So, it could be a real weird week from that sense. And then I'm s- that's fairly light for me, so I'm going to save a couple bullets depending on how these waves shake out with the weather forecast develops. You know, like, I've got guys on my radar, but I'm not sure where I'm exactly going to click. What are we doing with the sandwich money, though?
1: Oh, I'll just put on Bo Hosler. That's fine. I don't
0: know if I'm sold on Bo Hosler.
1: What what makes you say that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. He's
0: not good.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's not. I've been trying to tell you that For the last hour. I just said I just hour, spent hours 11 it's a minutes. fairways
0: and greens course, and then I ended by saying I was going to bet Bo Hosler.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just. That, it makes no sense. Those two things can't be said. Exactly. You tell me who, and I will, I will put $10 on whoever you say it's above 100 to.
0: I was leaning. Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> what about. I have a better idea. We both like Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. What's the top? You like that? You were looking at the top tens. That's a little m- rich for me. Is he plus money to top twenty?
1: He was. He was even money. He was even. He was plus hundred. That's not enough. No, we're putting it on the plus. We're putting it on a. You want a long shot? Yes. That's not named Bo Hostler. <laughs> How much money is it? Should we put it on Ricky Fowler?
0: <laughs> He's 120 to 1.
1: I think that's actually a name that I like less than Bo Hasler. <laughs> if that's possible. I mean, what are we doing here? No, I'm not putting it on Ricky Fowler. I will put it on... Oh, that's so funny. I'm just, like, I want to say... like, How was, about
0: Sung Kang for first round leader instead?
1: You were just... You led this... You led the we course description, the team, no. you go, This is not a Sun Kang golf course. Did you say that? Who are you talking about? K H Lee, maybe. You yeah, said Kh Lee. This is not a KH Lee golf course. No,
0: yeah. No. <laughs> KH Lee is a TPC specialist. I don't think this fits, but Sung Kang is like plays great at T P C Potomac. Just like a Kang course. I think he's I think he's been in a top five both times here. Bizarre. The guy's in terrible form. That was five years ago, but um, what about Doc Redmond or Grayson Sig?
1: I was thinking Sig. I just didn't know.
0: I haven't I, fairways and greens. Perfect. Good enough for
1: me. One hundred and fifty. Uh then you have them a lot better than I do. Should
0: we spread it out a buck a piece on no. five guys?
1: Nope, we shouldn't.
0: Sig. No. Kidiyama. Nope. nope Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting more fun by the minute for me. Svensson's two ten.
1: Yeah, you just he's have you have you greens. have such better odds, not literally twice the. I'm please plus Fenson is plus a hundred on Mutton.
0: Two ten is a good numbers for Svenson.
1: Yeah, well, he's not
0: long, but he's very straight.
1: Good with his irons. Good old Canadian boys probably used to playing. I don't gold. think this
0: is a good course for Kitty Yama. I know he's in good form, but I think I'm off the Kitty Yama thing. Okay, I am. Should we just put it on Cam Davis? He's ninety. That actually has like. Reason behind it. Still risky, though. Well, that's that's the whole point. Everything's risky. Life's risky. This podcast is risky. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we've been going for an hour and fifteen minutes. If there's more than zero people listening to this right now, you're a
1: saint. I'm putting five bucks on Cameron Davis nine to one. Win four fifty five. All right. All right. Good luck cam davis and cam davis alone